Yeah, it's your girl Ella from his plans of future podcast. Stay tuned. Hello people, welcome to his plans of future podcast, where we journey together to know God's plans and purpose in our everyday life. My name is Ella Samuels. Our journey starts now. I don't understand it. And also, it also got me um, asking questions like, because that singular action I saw, that incident mm-hmm. I saw, made me, it made me to start asking questions. Okay, there are some people that believe, for example, um, going to club is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some believe, they even feel that going to in club that's where you get the married partner it's not in church that's what people that's what people tell even some people i'll speak to them they'll say that ah that that people in church are pretending if you go to Mm. club they are not pretending that's where Mm. you get or then you will see them for who they really are or maybe in the workplace or something so when you hear stuff like that there are some people that believe um and that there are some people that also believe that um you can dress in your hand is um christians like that and some don't actually some believe that um, we spiritual we spiritualize conservative Christians spiritualize everything. But now we, I can't even use the word conservative because now you've explained it to me that conservative is people um, are people that hold on to traditional um, tra- um traditional beliefs ideologies. Yes. So all those things are um are, are the reasons why I'm asking why is there that difference. Why, why, why do we have that difference? If we are all following Christ and we are following, we are all working towards being like Him. So why is there a difference? Why, why are we talking of conservative or not, or someone is spiritual or not? Why? Okay, uh, okay, I think I understand well now. And permission to say, I might say some things that might be a little bit controversial, <laughs> but they are true. <laughs> Only controversial, but they are true, and I, I, I would, I would, you know, I mean, yes, it's a podcast, but it, we are also, you know, yes, yes, yes. fellowship. So I would, I would try to be a little bit more. I was that's a doctrinal, right? Yes, so, <laughs> okay. So, um, first off, this problem isn't new. Mm. In fact, it's, it's literally as old as the church itself, and we see Paul address this situation in Romans 14. Mm. And I would want to, oh, is, okay, I would summarize it, but let me just read Romans 14. All right. Romans 14 from verse 1 says, um, I'm reading from the Passion Translation again, because I I don't want to be too KJV today. (laughs) Let it just be very smooth. (laughs) So it says, offer an open hand of fellowship Mm. to welcome every true believer even though their faith may be weak and immature. Mm. It says, and refuse to engage in debates with them concerning nothing more than opinions. Mm. And it says, for example, one believer has no problem with eating all kinds of food, but another with weaker faith will only eat vegetables. Mm. The one who eats freely shouldn't judge or look down on the one who eats vegetables. Mm. And the vegetarian must not judge and look down on the one who eats everything. Remember, God has welcomed him mm. and taking him as his, as his partner. Mm. It says, 
who do you think you are to sit in judgment of someone else's household servant? Mm. His own master is the one to evaluate whether he succeeds or fails. Mm. And God's servant will succeed for God's power supports them and enables them to stand. So in the same way, one person may regard certain days as more sacred than the other. Mm. And another person regards them all alike. There is nothing wrong with having different personal convictions mm. about such matters. It says, for the person who observes one day, especially sacred, does it to honor the Lord. Mm. And then the same is true regarding what a person eats. It says, the one who eats everything honors God and gives thanks to God. But the one who has a special diet does it to honor the Lord and he also gives thanks to God. It says, no one lives to himself mm. and no one dies to himself. While we live, we must live for our master. And in death, we must bring honor to him. He says, so, dead or alive, we belong to our master. He says, for this very reason, Jesus was brought back to life again, and he will become the Lord God over both dead and the living. He says, so why do you judge your brothers or sisters because of their diet, despising them for what they eat or do not eat? For he says, each of us will have our own turn to stand before God's judgment seat. As it's written, I am the living God. Every knee will bow and to glorify me. Therefore, each one will answer for himself and give personal account of his own life before God. Mm. And then he goes on to talk about walking in love. Now, that's one thing. Again, this is scripture. So, it's it's scripture. This is not my opinion. This is scripture. (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes it would have been funny if I had said this myself. I just read scripture for those listening so that it's it's not me. This is not my thought. (laughs) The whole Romans 14 really, I, I think, addresses this issue of conservative or non-conservative and all that. Now, but the thing we need to realize is, and this is where I put the balance, right? Mm. As Christians, there are non-negotiables. Mm. There are things that are not open to discussion. And there are things and rules we have to live and abide, abide by as Christians. Um, First Corinthians would, would spells it out easily when he talks about these things. And, and, and the whole New Testament is, I, I don't really want to go into it, but I mean, with just a little study or a Google search, if you had to study, you would find out the things that are, clearly spelled out in scripture that they are not open to I don't know, I'm going to just mention a few I'm going to just mention a few okay, okay I think, okay, let's 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 just let's just go there then let's just go there um, let's discuss um, let's read from scripture it's first Corinthians, it's still the same first Corinthians um Verse, um, just give me a second, please. Um, sorry, you know, Bible, Bible was talking about the fruits of the spirit. Um, yeah, Galatians, sorry, sorry, Galatians is in Galatians 5. My bad, Galatians 5. Are you there? Yes, I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, as in, I, I was asking if you were opening your Bible or I should just read from my own end. You can read, you can read, actually. 
Okay. Well, Galatians 5, um, from like 22, thereabouts. Okay. And it says, let me, okay, let me just read from 16. Uh. It says, let me emphasize this. As you yield to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Mm. See, your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and you hinder him from living free within you. The Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your self-life from dominating you. So then, there are two incompatible and conflicting forces within you, the self-life and the new creation life of the Spirit. But, it, but when you yield to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law or soaring above it. Verse 19 of, first of Galatians 5 says, the behavior of self-life, that is, this is not, whether, not, not, this is not conservative or non this is Christian and unbeliever, spelled out <laughs> clearly, yeah. very clearly. He says, as an unbeliever, that life is connoted by what? Sexual immorality, mm. lustful thoughts, mm. pornography, mm. chasing after things instead of God manipulating others, mm. hatred of those who get in your way, mm. senseless arguments, resentment mm. when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, mm. only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and other similar behavior. Mm. Right? So, again, there are some things that there is not open to arguments. You hear some people tell you, oh, you can be Christian and be gay. Bro, no, you cannot. Can you get saved as a gay person? Yes. Can God, you know, redeem you? So you are saved, but, you know, you are a working person. Yes. But, you know, some people, we've, we've become so progressive, quote-unquote, as Christians, that you hear some things and you're like, uh, no, sir, I get where your heart is at, and I understand what you're trying to say, but this is not what the scripture says. So, yes, you can start off like that, but you should not be encouraging the sin. So, people can become saved and still have addictions they are battling with. People can become saved and, you know, and you see, so that's why the Bible tells us to put to death these things. Because, yes, we are saved, but there's also work that we still have to do as believers, you know, to make sure that a lot of these things are killed and killed in its entirety, mm. right? So, they are non-negotiables, mm. right? And, again, thank God I'm reading from the person transition, because some people tell you, oh, no, there was no point in the Bible. Uh, yes, because it was not available then. But if you read modern translations, you know that, oh, there is, because that's what they were trying to say, right? And, and so many other things that don't really look like sin, but they are, like you hear, it says angry quarrels, or only thinking of yourself, or being in love with your own opinions. Like, nobody's ever right. You feel that the only one that's always wrong. That is not Christ-like, conservative or non-conservative, right? So... There are some things that are outright no's. Now, like Paul was now explaining in Romans 14, there are also now some things that are, like he says, opinion-based. And it really is just like the Bible isn't, isn't, eh, there is no, it's, the, it's not, eh, nah, if you want, if you don't want, really. And um, we see that, for example, why we then have, some denominations is because they have taken 
some of their own personal convictions mm. or personal instructions and they have now generalized it and said everybody has to follow what god told me mm. or how i feel about a particular thing mm. so you hear the issue of oh trousers no trousers mm. oh covering hair no covering hair there's a time some people were saying, oh, don't even watch TV. Mm. Do you understand? And I'm like, where are you getting this from? <laughs> if God told you and your family not to watch TV, you can't say everybody under your... Do you get? Yes, brother. But you know, the trousers and the earrings thing, they will open scriptures for you. But Again... Like I say, again, it's all misunderstanding of scripture. Mm. Because if you read scripture in context and you do proper study, you will see that that's not what was being said at the end of the... Like I said, I'm going to be a little bit controversial, but but (laughs) that's not what the Bible was saying, really. Because I'll give a personal example. For example, the issue of wearing caps when you pray or wearing cap in church as a man. Because this dressing thing, right? The, it, people always tend to divert it towards sisters and say, "Oh, sisters, don't wear this, don't wear that, don't wear this, don't do that." Don't. But if forget it also applies to brothers too. It's not just sisters. The, the issue of dressing. So caps in church, I mean, in a conservative setting, is frowned upon. You say you shouldn't wear caps in church. But there was a day I went out <laughs> on evangelism, and it was under hot sun. And I and I wore my cap <laughs> because the sun was too much that day. And and that day, I do I see I honestly because I used to believe that I, and the reason I believed it was because that was what I was taught. That was the kind of environment I grew up in. So I just I didn't bother. I just felt yes, that's what they say in church. So I mean, they should be correct. But that day, I forgot, and I went for evangelism, and. I did not only get people saved, or, <laughs> but I got a lot of them healed. I, I vividly remember there was, there was a person that I, the, the person got healed because I prayed for that person. In my fault, it wasn't a case of, oh, I went away. I saw the person got, get healed. And then I went back home. And the Holy Spirit was just, now, I was just, you know, praising God and just remembering what happened that day. And I was like, wait, though, I was in my cap. <laughs> So, if I wore my cap and the Holy Spirit still moves, that means this thing I believe. There's something probably wrong with it. And I now say, okay, you know what? Let me do small study on this. Let me go and actually check. So, I went, did study, listened to teachings on it. And I'm like, ah, it's true. This is not what the Bible was actually saying. No, This is not what Paul was saying in this place. And if you really look at that, he only said that thing once to a particular church. Mm. The Bible talks about out of, you know, um, two or three mouths, uh, you know, a thing is established. Yeah. And so if, if, you know, if you are doing Bible study, for example, this is just like, you know, extra free pro tip. Mm. But in Bible study, for example, before you make a doctrine of something, before you say something is doctr- doctrinal, there should at least be two or three, you know, cross references where you know someone said something maybe once or twice mm. or two people or three people said we thank god the, the especially the new testament is not just you know by one author 
you have several authors and you see that a lot of the things that they said a lot of them said the same things in different ways but they were fundamentally saying the same things mm-hmm. so if you are reading a place and you notice that it is that's the only place in the bible that particular thing was said mm-hmm. bible exegesis like bible study you 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 tell you that that was a peculiar case he was talking to that particular place because it was either and reasons could either be it was a cultural thing mm. or it was a situation thing or it was very specific to them because as much as yes you know we read the bible and revelation knowledge is gotten from reading scripture these things were written to people <laughs> and a lot of the things that were written to people were addressing things for example, this trouser thing, he was writing to a particular church and they had a particular culture that he was trying to address. But you see that when he was not writing to the Galatians, for example, or the Colossians, he didn't mention it again. Mm-hmm. When things like Holy Kiss was mentioned, mm-hmm. because that was their culture. Don't go and kiss someone in Nigeria. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> You're not going to say, oh, oh, they say you should greet each other in Holy Kiss. You can't kiss someone's wife. You're looking for trouble. <laughs> you get so we need to learn to differentiate like context in and, and so so yeah that, that's that so I, I again i don't really want to go so much into that 